welcome to the first episode of the PNC's Queensland podcast, where we bring you the news, views, tips and interviews from the members and staff at PNC's Queensland. And on our first episode, we'll bring you an interview with Fernie Grove State School PNC President Vanessa Baird, the winner of the inaugural Spirit of PNC Award at this year's State Conference Gala Dinner. We'll also feature a regular catch-up with PNC's Queensland CEO Scott Wiseman about what's been happening at PNC's Queensland and with PNC Services Manager Katrina Anderson, who will share some timely advice and tips from the PNC Services team. And coming up next, we'll be chatting to our board chair, Donna Freeston, from Red Lynch State College, PNC. Now on the PNC's Queensland podcast, it's time to welcome our very first interview guest. And it's very appropriate to welcome the new chair of the PNC's Queensland board, Donna Freeston, from Red Lynch State College, PNC, near Cairns. Thanks for joining us, Donna, and congratulations on being elected as Chair of the Board. Thanks, Sean. Very happy to be here and be able to uh, have a chat with you. I'm sure our members would like to get to know you. So we'll just do a quick background story into Donna Freeston. So to start with, how did you initially get involved in your PNC? Initially for me, uh, my son started in prep at uh, Redmond State College and um, I heard that there was a PNC meeting and I thought, oh, that's something I should probably have a look at. So I went along to the first meeting and um, they were talking about a fate, a school fate, uh, that they needed someone to organise. And I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds simple. So I put my hand up and uh, a lot of people looked at me strangely as if I was losing my mind. And, um, yeah, so that's how I became involved as a, as a volunteer, not on the executive, but, uh, yeah, just uh, to run the fate. So that's how you initially got involved. But what positions do you hold or have you held over the years? Uh, that was, so my son is now 20, so he's been out of school for two years. Um, and Redlink State College is a P to 12 college. So I've actually been at the school for 15 years. So it's 15 years ago that, 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 uh, I was that new prep parent wondering what the hell I was, uh, getting myself involved with. But yeah, so I, um, I've spent a lot of my time just being a volunteer, um, with the PNC. So, you know, running stalls, like, uh, you know, helping with Mother's Day or Father's Day and really doing what I could do. So I think the really important thing is that, um, you know, as a PNC, there's certainly executive positions, but the big thing that you need within a PNC is the volunteers, the people to do those things, you know, like like stalls and fates and all that sort of stuff. So initially that was my involvement. I then uh, sort of came onto the executive as a, a vice president um, and I did that for two years and then just commitments with work and a few other things. Um, I then went back to just volunteering when I could. So helping with a sausage sizzle or when someone put out a thing to say, can you help? If I was available, I would help out. Um, and then six years ago, um, I came back onto the executive uh, as a position of president. Um, we had a number of big projects that needed to be done, which really fitted in well with what I actually do in my work life. So um, I came back in as president and um, have been in that position for the last couple of years, um, six years in total. And, uh, you know, we're a, we're a substantial size PNC so we have a, an osh and a canteen and a tuck shop and a uniform shop and a stationery shop so um, we have all gamuts of things um, but being that my kids have been at the school from prep and all the way through to grade 12 uh, it's meant that I've had a very long history and being able to help at the school for a long time so uh, yeah it's been a really good opportunity for me. So now you are the chair of the board what does the future hold for PNC's Queensland under the leadership of Donna Freeston? 
I came on the board three years ago. It was something that um, at the time I wasn't um, wholly clear on what I was getting myself into. Um, I'd been to a number of conferences and I um, I certainly enjoy that kind of strategic um, outlook for an organisation and I felt that I could help contribute to that. So that was my initial um, process of coming onto the board. And during that three years that I've been there, um, PNC's Queensland have obviously started our HR service and then the bookkeeping service. And I think the organisation has really matured in those last couple of years um, and has created a really clear path in terms of how we support our members. So for me, um, I feel like those particular things, HR service and the bookkeeping, they are they're still fairly new. So I think it's it's the opportunity now for me is I think um, I'm really looking forward to seeing consolidation of those things so that we can really assist PNCs with those you know areas that I think become pain points for a PNC. So obviously financial management is one, and the other one is the management of staff. So um, so for me, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity opportunity to have that you know really bed those things down create some really good services that you know operationally the the team at PNC's Queensland the office staff they do a great job um, and it's going to be really good just to to consolidate that really um, consolidate our strategic direction you know we've got a fairly fairly heavy changeover in the board this year Uh, we've got three new board members coming on as elected directors and we've also got a change in our appointed directors and I think it's a really exciting time for us to to make sure that a new strategic plan which we're in the process of finalizing now really sets the organization up for the next uh, three to five years to really know uh, where we're going and making sure that we can help the PNCs out there to really find their way Um, you know we're about providing leadership you know promoting what PNCs are um, advocating for uh, our membership um, at all levels we're committed to to that that process of of making sure we can do that and really helping equip PNCs to be um, as good as they can be um, by supporting them through um, the actual state office and the great operations team that we have there. Thanks for joining us Donna I'm sure everyone wishes you every success and is looking forward to your time at the helm of the PNC's Queensland Board. No worries. See ya. Coming up next, we'll have a word about our HR service, and following that, we'll catch up with the CEO of PNC's Queensland, Scott Wiseman, to see what's been happening this month. Hello, my name is Clayton Payne and I'm the HR Support Services Manager for PNC's Queensland. Does your PNC have HR issues? The HR Support Service provides your PNC with the necessary tools and support to manage your employees. Successful human resource practices are instrumental in avoiding workplace disputes, time-consuming and costly litigation and maintaining a cohesive workplace. As a PNC's Queensland HR Support Service subscriber, uh, you'll also have direct contact with human resource professionals who can provide support and assistance in all manner of human resource issues, including pay rates, employee entitlements, employer obligations, performance management, disciplinary procedures, redundancies and terminations. For more information, please visit our website. Now on the PNC's Queensland podcast, we're going to have the first of what will be a regular segment with our PNC's Queensland CEO, Scott Wiseman. We'll find out all the latest from the PNC's Queensland State Office. So, hi Scott, and welcome to the podcast. Welcome listeners. It's really exciting to be launching a, a more additional way of, of communicating when engaging with you as members. We're very excited about it and look forward to uh, continuing to grow. Yeah, that's right, Scott. We are really excited about the podcast, but what else has been happening in PNC's Queensland? Parent Talk uh, Term 4 was recently released, and 
And uh, we also held our AGM on the 9th of October with uh, Donna Freeston as the new chair and we also welcomed three new directors. Uh, we've also been doing some uh, area training sessions uh, with Sean out about uh, throughout the regional uh, Queensland. Um, we've got, this is a great way of engaging with members. Uh, we've got more to come throughout the weeks of November as well. Uh, so we'll be seeing over uh, 300 people throughout that sort of period, which is uh, terrific. Throughout November, we'll be doing our advocacy survey as well. Um, this is an opportunity for members to have their say and tell us uh, as we formulate our asks for government or the future government with the Queensland elections to be held in 2024. Term four is always an exciting time for graduations and we acknowledge the massive amount of work that PNCs do throughout the year. It's interesting, this year's member survey data showed us over 43,000 registered volunteers work tirelessly to deliver over $73 million worth of funding and support to state schools, which is a massive amount of contribution that all PNCs make. A couple of new initiatives that we're working on with PNC Queensland are the PCCC program, uh, which is a volunteer network of members who engage with local business units and chambers of commerce and are out and about with uh, promoting the benefits of being part of PNCs and promoting awareness of PNCs right across the country. And this is a great way for us to advocate more strongly for localised issues but also to hear uh, from all regions across Queensland how uh, we can help them further as PNCs Queensland. Another exciting initiative is the online directory. Uh, which will be a single point for supplier contact. We also have the State Office discussion group uh, on Facebook, which is uh, very, very busy. Uh, we see a lot of questions through that, so we wanted to bring a central point of uh, suppliers uh, to all members to make it easier for you. Another exciting project we've been working on with Vinnie's uh, is our drought relief program uh, across 13 local government areas, in, predominantly in Western Queensland. Uh, these um, PNCs receive additional support uh, by way of special funds that can help uh, communities get back together, help the PNCs get back together and recover. Um, so there's things like funding to help community events and meetings, uh, bulk stationery, breakfast club programs which are so critical for the children going to school and uh, obviously looking for next year we've got back to school book packs uh, being provided to these uh, children across 126 schools out in far western Queensland which is uh, absolutely terrific and makes such a difference to these localised and really small schools and PNCs. In terms of our HR and bookkeeping service uh, we uh, recently had a new manager, Clayton Payne, join us. Uh, he's got over 23 years in employment law uh, and that service continues to grow. We've now got over 230 clients uh, on that and provides a fantastic service to help with all those employment issues. Our bookkeeping service continues to grow and we continue to try and resource up to cope with the unprecedented demand that we've been having in that space. We're continuing to welcome new staff uh, and we've got, you'll see a number of new faces joining the team uh, in the coming weeks. In November also we have our expressions of interest going out for our representative committees. And so these are available to all members to nominate for. PNC Queensland sits on approximately 30 different committees, standing groups and advisory bodies at all levels of government uh, and across all ministries as well. This is a very important role with these representatives provide uh, in terms of ensuring we have a say and a voice and a seat at the table uh, for the key decisions across such a broad spectrum of issues.
We also have our reference groups, which are specific to uh, key issues and key matters across uh, that impact on you as our members. These will be meeting throughout November. Uh, importantly, the parents with students with disabilities will be reviewing the Royal Commission report, uh, which came out just weeks ago. Uh, so that's got some, uh, some key findings in there that'll help us uh, in relation to supporting that cohort. So it's a really busy time at PNC Queensland. Um, we've got uh, a growing team but who are very passionate about what we do in terms of supporting you as members. Well, thanks, Scott. And another couple of things there are also our Lunch and Learn webinars there on the last Wednesday of the month. And, of course, our online pop training. And people can visit the PNC's Queensland website for more information on those things. Thanks, Sean, and we look forward to talking to all of our members uh, as we get now and about more. Coming up after the break, we'll be interviewing the winner of this year's Spirit of PNC's award, Vanessa Baird, from Fernie Grove State School, PNC. Coming up now on our PNC's Queensland podcast, we'll be speaking to our inaugural Spirit of PNC's winner, Vanessa Baird, from Fernie Grove, PNC. Thanks for joining us, Vanessa. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to be here. The Spirit of PNC's Award is presented to an individual who embodies the spirit of what it means to be a PNC volunteer. So to begin with, can you quickly tell us the Vanessa Baird story? Right. Um, I grew up in Fernie Grove in Brisbane, so I have not moved far from home. <laughs> I have actually been a number of places around the world and lived elsewhere, but I've, I've come back to my, my childhood neighbourhood, I guess. So I have a degree in communication. I have a business communication degree. I um, have worked in many things. I've managed a flight centre. I've worked for um, the Children's Hospital and then most recently um, I worked as Community Liaison Officer in, in our school for 10 years, so I did that. Um, and now I've pivoted and I am flipping houses, so I've been doing that most recently. And of course, as we said, you're involved in the Fernie Grove PNC. So how did you initially get involved with your PNC? Yeah, funnily enough, um, I'm a little bit of a serial volunteer. I have volunteered much in my life and I have a charity and a number of things like that. So I actually, for the very, probably the first four or five years of my kids being in school, I didn't get involved because I knew that if I dipped my toe in the water, I'd probably dive right in. And sure enough, that happened. And so, um, yeah, I went along to my first PNC meeting. And of course, it's really easy once you go to see how, how you can make a difference and what you can do to help. And so it began, began there. So that tells us how it all started. But how long have you been involved? And what positions do you hold? Or have you held over the years? So um, I have been involved with PNCs for 14 years now. When I first started, I actually was employed by a PNC. I was the uniform store convener for a couple of years. Um, and then I was heavily involved with our fundraising team. Um, and then within the primary school PNC, where my boys were at the time, I was on the exec team as a, as a secretary. About not maybe a couple of years after I started at the primary school, my eldest moved to high school. And so then I stepped in and became involved there. So I've been a vice president. I've been the president there as the president at the high school for four years. I'm also heavily involved still at the high school. I'm on our music support group subcommittee. So I'm the secretary of that subcommittee. And then I guess the, the story for me being back at the primary school, considering I don't have children there, 
anymore is that um, I have I was in charge of running our festival at the primary school for 10 years and last year I retired, inverted commas, um, and I came back at the start of the year to the AGM to see how successful our festival was last year and that was the same time that they were um, doing their nominations obviously and we got a great executive team so we had five people nominate for all the other positions but nobody put their hand up for president. Um, and I'm a life member there and I just felt that it was the right thing to do to put my hand up and say well I can help lead things for this year and and work on you know how we go forward. You said there that you're happy to lead them for this year though I'm sure you're looking at others stepping up to lead them in the future and you'll be working with them to do so. So how important is succession planning and mentoring? Yeah I think it's really really important and it's certainly a lesson I've learned along the way. Um, I think the biggest thing I can say to people is you've got to, A, obviously you have to get people along to your meetings and that can be really difficult, but then you have to pay attention at those meetings and, and look around the table and see who's there. And sometimes it's as simple as just tapping someone on the shoulder. We have a secretary this year who is so lovely and she had been coming to meetings for a long time and is very quiet. And we just asked her. We just asked her if she would be willing to put her hand up to do that, and she's amazing. Um, and certainly, you know, a number of years ago at the primary school, we had a, a, a gaping hole. We knew we had a, a, a president stepping down, and we'd had a parent who had been volunteering at the school but actually had never been to a PNC meeting. We approached him. I was involved in the exec at the time, and we approached him and said, would you be willing to step up and do this, and this is what's involved? And I think sometimes those personal conversations make all the difference. So, you know, you can advertise all you like, but if people don't feel connected, then they don't they don't necessarily put up their hand. And that person ended up being our PNC president for seven years. So, you know, it's 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 really, really important. I guess my work this year is to work with we've got a mix of experience. So we've got three exec who have had previous experience, including myself, and then we have three executive team who are pretty much brand new. And so the trick is is to make sure that um, we're sharing knowledge, we're holding hands, we're you know upskilling so that those people can then walk their way through the process in the future and know what they're doing and that they'll feel confident taking on what happens next. And even that, I think you have to start thinking, you should be thinking now, I'm thinking now about what next year will look like and who might be able to step up into that role and then other people that we could ask to fill in the holes that are created when you ask people to step up. So You've been involved in PNCs for 14 years. What advice would you give to someone starting out on their PNC journey? Yeah, I think I think the thing is, is go to a meeting, see what's involved. Meetings are not for everybody. I totally get that. And I think the thing is always to be able to work out what you can do or what you can bring to the table that may not be going to meetings all the time. Um, you know, maybe you just love to volunteer and that's okay. You help out in the tuck shop or you help out on the Mother's Day stall. Um, but also, you know, do you have can, do you have graphic design experience? Well, that's something that we were looking for in our PNC. So now we have a person who's going to do that. So I think that, yeah, dip your toe in the water, see what that looks like for you. All I will say is that I don't think it's something that anybody ever regrets. I won't say that there's sometimes not some unpleasant things that happen, like any organisation, there's, you know, a little bit of politics and those sorts of things, but generally you'll find that it's a group of like-minded people who just want to make a difference for kids, and that's the beauty of it. 
Um, for me, I've met some of my best friends in the world through PNCs. We've spent lots of time together, we've worked together, we've made a difference. And that's the joy of it. And I think people, yeah, can really benefit from having that. It's not necessarily about what what you're getting out of it, it's about what you're able to give, so. Yes, that's right. It is a really good experience. Thanks for joining us, Vanessa. You're welcome, thank you. I really hope your story has inspired some people to foster the spirit of PNCs in their local area. Coming up next, we'll have a word about our bookkeeping service, and then we'll be chatting to PNC Services Manager, Katrina. If you're looking for some assistance with your bookkeeping, then PNC's Queensland can help. Providing timely and accurate bookkeeping, managing your payroll and lodging your ATO statement. Relieving your treasurer to do more meaningful tasks. We also provide treasurer reports and can give you a 25% discount off your Zero subscription. For more information, go to the bookkeeping tab at the PNC's Queensland website. now with Katrina, the PNC Services Manager, in what will be a regular update, giving us an update from PNC Services. Thank you, Sean. With the end of year fast approaching, we just have a few things for you to be aware of and that you need to do for your end of year wrap up. The most important thing at the moment is to prepare your books for the audit. So that includes getting a stock take done, obviously of all of your stock that you have, and then just making sure all of the records are up to date. For all the books to be sent to the auditor in January for to come back in time for your AGM. And another important thing this time of year is to assess the stock levels that you have, especially for your uniforms, for insurance purposes. So you are able to get a temporary increase, for example, if you have $50,000 worth of stock coming in now to sell either at the end of the year or the return to school next year, have a look at what your insurance is at the moment and the stock levels that you have in case you need to increase. And if you do, just contact us at PNC's Queensland. It's also a good time to celebrate the PNC's achievements for the year and especially where the PNC have benefited the students at the school. A lot of PNCs and schools also have a volunteer recognition, a thank you event in conjunction with the school to thank all of the volunteers for their tireless work throughout the year. Planning for next year, very important to get a calendar of events for next year which is your key dates which could be if you're going to have any fundraising events, for example, Mother's Day, Father's Day stalls, key dates of, obviously school holidays are very important, but key dates of events, if you're going to plan discos and movie nights and other events, have a calendar ready to go to, so you can plan all of your events in conjunction with the school and the student council. It's also important to prepare a budget for 2024. In the PNC accounting manual, there are some instructions on how to prepare your budget and also links to some sample budgets. So the budget would include either an amount that the PNC donates to the school every year, which the PNC could either pay, could donate to the school every quarter, or it might just be a one-off payment for the whole year. But definitely talk to the principal about that. The school may even have a wish list of items that they'd like the PNC to pay for. And the budget also does include if you have employees, 
what all those expenses are going to be through the year, the businesses that you run, how much it's going to cost to run those businesses and also an expected income. But remember the budget is a fluid document so it's not set in stone. And probably the most important thing is handover. So if any of your executive aren't going to be running again next year for the positions, it's very important now to prepare that handover for the AGM. That would include passwords that you have, employee contracts, any PNC policies and procedures that you have, key contacts that the PNC has, for example, your auditor, bookkeeper, if you're with a HR company, school contacts, and all relevant information in your role, which you can hand over to the new executive just to make it easier for them. Thank you, Katrina. Some very timely information there. And we look forward to your input in our podcast going forward. Thank you, Sean. Look forward to it. Thanks to our partners, interviewees and guests. That concludes our first episode of the PNC's Queensland podcast. And we'll have a second episode out at the beginning of December. If you have feedback or anything you'd like to add, please email us at communications at pncsqueensland.com.au. We look forward to bringing you more ways to give every child every chance in education and in life over the coming months. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, you can get the PNC's Queensland podcast wherever you get your podcasts.